I tell you what. <laughs> okay, welcome everyone. We are Naturally Healthy Club Week Ten, and today we're talking about listening. I listen to my tummy, so essentially it's an, a continuation on last week's call. And I wanted to start this with a quote from Alex Hormozzi, who's a like I don't know, he's a business guy <laughs> that I follow, and he says the only way you fail is if you quit trying. The only way you fail is if you quit trying. And this is a particularly helpful thought for any new venture that we're going on or any new skill that we want to learn. And he, he he's really big on thinking about like big time horizons. So rather than just thinking about, you know, learning a skill in you know weeks or months or days, actually thinking about if I practice this every day for five years, like would I learn this skill? Like if I just kept going at it every day for five years, would I get there? And you're like, yeah, of course I would. Like if I kept doing it, like if I, maybe not even every day, if I just get, kept at it for five years though, I would get there. So I I love this idea and can apply it to, to anything and particularly this skill of listening to our Tommy because it can feel like, oh, I haven't ever done this before. It can feel like, how am I going to figure it out? And it, there'll be times where it feels hard, right? And just reminding yourself, yeah, of course it feels hard at the beginning. Of course I'm like, it feels awkward. And But if I stick out this for five years, I'm definitely going to get there and it's definitely going to make a big difference in my life um, is a really great way to approach it. Okay, so a naturally healthy club philosophy is I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. How do I want this to go? My favorite question of all time that I have been using on repeat over my travels. Um, overeating is never worth it. Even one more bite, just one more bite is not worth it. So another thought that I use on repeat, like last night, lunchtime yesterday, all the time. Uh, and we're going to talk more about that today, of course. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. A really helpful thought that that we can use when we're when we're like when we're wanting to when we know we've had enough and we're needing to coach ourselves. Like just remind, yeah, I'm going to have more delicious food. It's not going to be the last good meal I have. It can be very helpful. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. And remember, we will be doing some work around feeling our feelings in future future lessons. So stay tuned for that. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. And just, yeah, remembering that like there's a lot of programming around good food, bad food, healthy food, not healthy food. And we just like, so when your brain's telling you this about healthy food, just remind yourself, no, there's no bad foods. It's okay to eat Halloween candy. It's okay to eat um baguettes in Paris it's like there's no bad foods I'm so lucky I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it there is no failing only learning I want to do this and I can do this okay and then our naturally healthy club process which remember it light l-i-t-e and we've been implementing it backwards, but now that we've we've got the L piece in place, I'm just going to talk about it uh, forwards. <laughs> so L is for listening to our, our, our bodies, and we're going to talk more about that soon, so I won't uh, go into detail there. 
I is for making intentional choices. And so the key thought that goes along with that is just asking yourself, how do I want this to go? Anytime you're interacting with food, like how do I want this to go? When you're doing a daily practice and you're thinking through your day, how do I want this to go? When someone offers you a cookie, like how do I want this to go? And the habit that goes along with making intentional choices is our daily practice. And we've been doing a daily practice challenge. Um, and so if you haven't started that, great. It's in the resources section in Circle. I'll post the link with the uh, with the replay as well. Just you can start at any time. You don't have to do it perfectly. It's a 14-day challenge. If you only want to do seven days, great. And the purpose of our daily practice is to just help us be more intentional. But you can not have a daily practice and be intentional. So I love it. It's something that I find really helpful for me. But I want you to approach the daily practice from this, like this experimental of like, is this something that I want to do? And just try it on and see how it goes. But you don't have to do it to get results, like to to be naturally healthy. If you're just asking yourself, how do I want this to go at other times during the day, like that's can be just as effective. Um, but that being said, I know when I'm coached with people and um, so many people say, oh, yeah, like I be the way and I stop my daily practice, they miss it when they don't. Like, and so many people have said to me, my day goes so much better when I like just spend those few minutes to think it through. And so, yeah, it is something that I, I personally practice myself. I haven't had a day where I haven't done my daily practice for such a long time. I feel, maybe I need to do that just to <laughs> experience what it's like. Uh, but yeah, the challenge is there for you um, when you uh, to help you build that habit. The purpose of the challenge is to help you build that habit, and there's prizes. So when you've completed the challenge, post to make sure you post in the group uh, so that Caroline can send you a prize. So so we want to hear from you um, when you do finish the daily practice challenge, and you don't have to do it. You know, you can spread it over over however whatever feels good to you. Uh, then we've got tracking, T for tracking. And the thought that goes along with that is, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. <laughs> and the habit that goes along with that is weighing ourselves every day, something that I haven't done for six weeks and I was really missing it. And I'm just so happy to be back. And just having that little extra data point, that's just, it just, it's mad. Like um, I really noticed that when I'm not weighing myself, I'm thinking so much more about, oh, have I gained weight? It's like, it's like we were having a lot of like family photos and I'd be looking at the photo, looking at myself. Uh, and it's like when I, ha whereas when I have the data, it's like, of course, no, you haven't, you're not, you haven't turned into a fat, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's what uh, tracking and then E for enjoyment. And the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush and the habit that we have, the two habits we have with this one. And one is just putting our cutlery down. And that's something to just keep coming back to, the slowing down, enjoying your food, savouring. And then the other habit that goes along with enjoyment is actually anticipating delicious things. So just setting that intention, oh, I haven't had that for a while. I'm going to have it tomorrow. I'm going to have it next week and really looking forward to it. Um, okay, so that's our process. So plan for today, we'll just do... Um, I've got a little bit of news to share. We'll do a quick, we'll do a recap of last week's lesson because this skill is really foundational and it's, it makes such a big difference to our naturally healthy journey. So we'll I'll do that recap and then we will, we're going to, I'll open up for tiny wins and any questions, anything that's coming up for you. And then we'll, we'll 
talk more about this idea of like listening to our, our bodies and I'm going to introduce you to our new challenge that we're going to be doing which is the tummy challenge and this challenge I'll, I'll share more about that later Jules and uh and then we'll I'll open up to, to coachings if anyone needs any coaching so uh, in terms of news post of the week prize this week um, went to Jen who's had Halloween tiny wins and I'll just read it out because it was there was some really great stuff in Jen's wins. Um, so she said, I've realized that restriction turns into cravings for me. So I've been trying to tell myself that I can have anything I like. For me, that's sweets, cakes, chocolate, crackers, and bread anytime I want it. The only guidelines I have is that sweets should be dessert after a meal, and I need to decide how much I'll have before I start eating. It's been working surprisingly well. So on Halloween, I told myself, you can have as much candy as you like, but it has has to be the candy you like most. So I made a list of my favorite nostalgic Halloween candy in the morning, and I said I could eat any of those if I wanted wanted. So I love that Jen has been really intentional with that. Of like, yeah, like this is what I want, and this is how I want it want it to be. And like actually making a list of all the things she was looking forward to. I was like, so good. Um, and then she said, it turns out that Halloween is a colleague's birthday, so she brought in a muffin to share unexpected but again I told myself you can have a muffin if you want I did want it so I had one after lunch so she's set that guideline with herself I'm gonna I have the like my sweets are like after a meal so she's like sticking to her intention which I love um then all of a sudden my brain started with there are chocolates in your desk you should eat it now and she said I was able to realize that I had a craving I think for us um think for a second that the chocolate at my desk wasn't the, on the in the Halloween candy plan and that I didn't actually really want it. My brain was still shouting at me, so I actually remembered the bi bilateral stipulation. So I grabbed my water bottle and on my desk and did it, which is really weird how well it works. And just for anyone that hasn't seen that lesson that I did on this tool called bilateral stimulation or BS, as, um, as Naomi has been calling it, which I think is fun, um, all it is is just passing an object. So um, Jen used a water bottle. I used a jar of peanut butter the other night. No, actually, no, it was a jar of roast cashews. And when you've got an urge to eat something that you really you know that you really don't want, then this is a really effective way to neutralize those urges. So it's just passing the, the object from one hand to the other. I usually count up to 10 and then just check in, how am I feeling now? And it's so mad. Like as Jen experienced, she had this like her brain was shouting at her about the chocolate. And then she's like, oh, oh, yeah, chocolate's there. I don't I don't actually want it. I want to have my Halloween candy later. So, um, yeah, really celebrating Jen. The only tricky thing, of course, is remembering to do the bilateral stimulation when it comes up. Um, and then she said, that night I wasn't feeling well at all, trick-or-treating with the kids. Turns out I was coming down with a nasty cold and I just didn't feel like candy, so I didn't eat any. This is another huge win for me. In the past, I would have eaten a candy anyway since I would have had a rule around it being Halloween and only being allowed to eat candy that day. This time I was able to realize I wasn't well and wouldn't enjoy it and I knew I could have it in the future. There'll be plenty of d delicious Halloween candy in my future. So, so many things to celebrate there from Jen. So, um, yes, loved that post. Okay, so let's move on and recap last week. So last week the lesson, the theme for the lesson was overeating is never worth it. And, and 
I just shared with you kind of this background story around how I came to learn this skill of listening to my tummy and also like why this is so important. And the, the number one reason is it just makes weight loss or maintaining your weight effortless. Like before I learned this skill of listening to my body, yes, I was like, you know, fairly intentional with my choices and things, but like, and my weight was kind of where I wanted to be slightly higher than where I wanted it to be. But it was like this big struggle and it was like always felt like this battle. Whereas once I actually learned the skill of like listening to my body and stopping eating when I was satisfied and stopping all that extra overeating I was doing, um, not completely, but most of the time, it just like then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I went from feeling really disempowered with my relationship with the scale and my body to feeling empowered, like feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in control here. Like I'm, I'm the one that's just making these choices and I, I know what to do. Like, and so it just made everything easy. And so if there was, so if there was a rule that like I had to, for some reason, say, I don't know, I can't even think of why, why, but just say that for some reason, like I had to simplify the naturally healthy club. So there was only one part to the process the part I would pick is listening to our bodies. Like this would be the number one skill that I would pick because um, if you're like, it's great to make intentional choices. It's really great to enjoy food. It's really great to track your weight. But if you like those things are all designed to set you up and to help you support you so that you're enjoying food more. But if you're not listening to your body and you're eating more than you need, then what it's going to be like, whatever you do is going to be a struggle. So that that this is really like the key and if we if you're feeling like ever feeling overwhelmed or you're ever feeling like like I don't know what to do I'm doing too much like it's too much then this this is the skill to 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 really focus on um and there's and the cool thing is like when you do this is that you get to know your body more you get to uh, discover that our appetites are actually really variable and that it really varies from day to day and from season to season and by, and how, depending on how your gut health is like, and that, so by learning to listen to our bodies, we stop micromanaging and we also stop having to starve ourselves because we're going, working with our body and we're working with what, what we want rather than some external body telling us some external people telling you how much you should be eating or what types of you know how much you should be eating you're letting your body guide you and because no one else can really know that on any given day like how well you've slept how your gut healthy is like it's all like no one else can t- do that for you. They, like these calorie trackers, like it, that's only tracking the calories that are in the food measured in a lab. It doesn't take into consideration how your body processes different nutrients and all the things. So, so this listening to our bodies is so important. So that's the why. And how we go about doing it is first like setting the intention of, yeah I, I want to listen to my body and setting that intention that over I'm not overeating isn't worth it before you start eating and then what we want to do is like when you're sitting down so yeah first of all just setting that intention next is like just pausing and breathing and then literally like just checking in with your tummy and how your tummy actually physically feels and actually and because the thing is that like 
in modern life, like we, we walk around as like brains. My, one of my coaches calls it like, it's like we're a brain in a jar, like that we're, we're not connected to our bodies. And so what we want to do is reestablish that connection between brain and body. And the way to do that is to just have this pause and actually check in and ask, you get your brain to ask, Hey, Tommy, how's things going down there? And how, how are you feeling? And we want to bring that into, you can do it like different times during the day, but bring it into the, bring that practice and bring that, that um, awareness into your eating experience and it doesn't have to be like this heavy thing you can have some fun with it and it just be like oh yeah Tommy what's going on how are you feeling and the more you do that the more you um, tune in and actually listen to your body the less you're actually going to have the desire to overeat and the easier it, it becomes and so we want to check in before you start eating can be helpful and then the other times to check in is like when you're like when you're about halfway through the food that can be a good trigger to check in and go oh hey tommy what's going on just have a little pause and then you're know, towards if you as you're getting towards the end of the the plate that's another time to to check in and what we when i say like checking the and then what we the the skill to this is learning to identify like what your satiety cues are like what does it actually feel like when you feel satisfied and there's like with satisfaction, there's actually like a window. So there's like, uh, like it's it's a continuum. So there's like hungry and like and not satisfied, right? And then there's like there's kind of like this that like you're feeling neutral, and then like on the other end of the window, there's like there's you're starting to feel over full or over overstuffed. But in this window here, so we want to learn to stop somewhere in this window here between yep, I'm satisfied, and I, but pulling up before we get to being over full. And what can happen is that, that if you're wanting to lose weight, that sometimes you can be stopping um, in, at this point, like kind of close to the over full, but you're not feeling over full yet, but you're still having more than you could, you, your body actually needs. So there's kind of this window. So we want to be like when you are having a season where you want to focus on on getting the weight to go down, you want to just be paying more attention and trying to calibrate so that you're closer to the yeah, like just satis like satis just satisfied part of the window. But in the beginning, it does like any like falling anywhere in this spectrum is amazing. And even when you overeat, like that's amazing too. Or when you undereat, like it's all data and it's all part of learning, like learning what what how things feel in your body and so and remembering this is a skill that we're like learning like driving a car and actually maybe we'll like use the, the um, learning to ride a unicycle because like you're not going to expect to like just get on the unicycle and off you go like sailing down the road you're going to expect it to feel wobbly and there's going to be times where you you like balance too much on this side and you're balancing too much on the under eating side like not feeling satisfied side or you like another time where you're overbalancing on this other side and you're like you, you you do overeat and this is like this is how you learn like having that 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 feedback and the times where you oh yeah I didn't have enough then and I'm hungry now like way before dinner no problem I can just eat some more food. It's okay. And just knowing that, that this is part of the training wheels. This is part of you learning that balance and yeah, like not making it mean, Oh, I can't do this. And going into that like a story about how it's not working and you'll never get this. Like just go, Oh yeah. Okay. That was, yeah. And oh no, that was a bit too much. Like, because you might feel like you 
because sometimes there can be a little bit of a lag for some people where, and depending on what you're eating, where you feel like you stopped at a good time, but then actually later it was like, oh, actually, no, that was a bit too much. And that's cool. It's just like you know, all data and it's all part of you learning your balancing skills. Um, okay. So yeah, this is how, this is how we do it. And what's going to happen is that when you like, the first, the first part of the skill is just learning that feeling of feeling satisfied. And there'll be times where you feel that feeling, but then you're like, oh, I'm so used to finishing my plate or this is really good. I want more. And so then you'll, and you, and you keep eating, even though you know that you're, you're satisfied. And so what we want to learn to do is then like learn to coach ourselves in that moment. So we know, identify that we're satisfied and then we learn to coach ourselves of, of so that we, are able to stop and and the thought that I the most effective thought that I've found for that is that overeating isn't worth it and this is like a thought I've been using probably only for the last six months I used to use other thoughts but just whenever I think overeating isn't worth it I immediately go to like my brain starts giving me all the evidence of why that's true of why yeah I want to sleep well tonight I don't like I want to feel good in the my clothes I want to like all the reasons why it's actually not worth it to have this to finish off that that food on my plate and there are are other thoughts that can be helpful and I'll actually I've got a list of um thoughts to like to we'll we'll go through later but this is the one that I would recommend having in as your first line of like self-coaching in that moment of like oh yeah overeating's not worth it and then what you want to do is like you tell yourself overeating's not worth it and you'll be like, oh, yeah, it's not, and then stop eating. And one thing that I think is really helpful is rather than just leaving a plate with, with food still on it sitting in front of you, actually physically like moving the plate. So if I'm in a restaurant, I'll put my serviette on it or I'll push the plate, move the plate to a little bit, just a little bit away can make all the difference it's just this signal to myself of yeah that's right I'm done um and or if I'm at home usually like I'll actually get up from the table if I'm having dinner actually get up from the table put my plate in the kitchen grab my tea and then come and sit back down uh so that because if I leave the food in front of plate in front of me even if I've coached myself and I've reminded myself I'll be talking and then I'll be you know just snacking away and, and I can actually keep eating so having that that defined endpoint is really helpful and the other thing is like expecting it to be uncomfortable actually it's always there's always a little bit of discomfort when it when you when you stop like when you stop that eating that's it's I always feel a little bit not sadness but a little bit like I do it's not like there's a little bit of bit of negative emotion that comes up when I when I stop and yeah, sadness is too strong, but it's just like this little bit of discomfort is really the word. It feels a little bit uncomfortable, but the more you can allow yourself to feel that discomfort and the more you can like train yourself that that's actually okay, it's safe for you to feel that discomfort and leave the food, then the easier the whole weight thing is going to be for you. <laughs> so it's worth building up that skill of feeling that discomfort Um because it's just it it's makes it so, so building that muscle of being being willing to feel discomfort in the moment because it gives you so many so many future gains um and then my bonus tip with this is to actually like have something having something good to look forward to after your you finished your meal 
um, can be really helpful because it's like, then it's like not like, oh, I'm going to, this is it and I'm not having anything again for like, you know, whatever. So for me, I um, I usually have, I've got at lunchtime after lunch, I have some vitamin like multi, um, the, the vitamin D, K and yellow fat soluble one um so i have these like these gummies and i make a tea that i have after lunch that's got like a flavored tea that's got a kind of um, hazelnut proline kind of vibe and so i have my lunch and my tea to look forward to and then at dinner i have um like milky or cream in my tea um and so like after i finish like after i finish my dinner then i'm having my my beautiful like honey and honey creamy milky tea which i love um so like I've got something to look forward to and then when I finish the tea, like I'm usually like kind of moved on to whatever else is happening. So I encourage you to think of like what's something good to look forward to when you finished your meal. And it, or it might be an activity. It might be I, after I finish my lunch, I'm going to give myself a couple of minutes to scroll on Instagram like or read a book or do something fun so that it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you consume, but um or it might be like you have a square of dark chocolate or you have your Halloween candy stash, like whatever it is. Like actually Jen, you know, she was having her, planning her dessert after, after meals. So having that little thing that you're looking forward to can also help. Okay. And, oh yeah, it's the time in terms of satiety cues, what we're looking for. So for me, the number one thing is just this feeling of satisfaction. It's this feeling, it's just this inner knowing. It's like this feeling of, yeah, that's enough and then I also feel oftentimes it's like I'll I'll feel food like in my in my stomach like actually and so your stomach's like you're kind of at the underneath your rib cage there and so like I'll actually feel yeah there's something in there but it doesn't feel so it it feels kind of neutral neutral or there's a little bit in there but it's like not feeling stuffed another really sign that a lot of people notice is that the food stops tasting as good when they're satisfied when they've reached that point or your attention starts wandering where you're like starting to think about your day or what you've got to do or something you you read or whatever and your brain's like the focus goes from the food to the conversation or whatever's going on Um, there can be that physical feeling I mentioned and the other weird one is um, that often some people notice is that you actually there's a little burp that can happen after you feel satisfied and uh, so yeah like that's that might be one to to look out for and they, there can be other things as well so I invite you to with this like get curious and figure out like what is it for you like what are your satiety cues and um, yeah and just experiment uh, actually so I went into more depth on that than I was planning to <laughs> for that recap but anyway we've, we've done that now um, and last week we did that exercise of closing our eye, of actually checking in with our tummies. So we might, we'll do that again now for those of you that didn't, haven't done it, done it before. And it's always, you can't check in with your tummy too much. So I invite you to, if you feel comfortable closing your eyes, but if you don't, you can leave them open. And then we just want to like check in. And if you want, you can put your hand on your tummy, like on there and think about where pregnant ladies put their, their hand and just just check in and go like it, let your brain ask like, Ooh, um, how's it, how's my tummy feeling right now? And just don't judge it to see, do you notice anything? Is there anything going on there? And then what we can be helpful if you're not really feeling anything is to bring some movement into the area. So like suck in your stomach or give it a bit of a wiggle and see if that changes anything. 
Um, Cause that can be when we, like I learned this from my sex coach, when we move body parts, it increases the flow of transfer of information from the body part to the, to the brain. So, um, and then, yeah, again, just check in how, how does it feel now? And, and oftentimes like during the day, like most of the time you, you tell me like it, it, you want it to feel neutral. Like it, it doesn't, it does, you don't want it to be in this like hungry place and you don't want it to be in this full place. Like it's meant to feel pretty neutral most of the time. And that's where mine certainly feels at the moment. And on the call this morning, most people said that that's where their time is. Oh, and I forgot to say, you can open your eyes now if you want. Um, yeah, but. But what you'll, but when you're checking in around meal times, that's when you'll, you can learn. Oh yeah, okay, that feels hungry, or maybe I'm actually not that hungry. And um, before you start eating, and then, then when you feel satisfied, you'll you'll get that satisfied feeling. So tuning in, it's yeah, like, and the more you practice this, the easier it's going to get. So I just wanted to check in and see, um, does anyone have any questions, or how's everyone feeling? Or does anyone want to share in the chat, like how how that that experience felt of feeling your feeling your 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 tummy um i'll share um i have uh i've been playing around with this since listening to the call from last week and um i've had like a few meals where i'm like oh like i can i can really i can really feel something and i can i'm stopping sooner than i normally would have um and that's felt really good and then i've had like subsequent days after that where I've stopped too early right. um, and uh so I but I'm I also am having the thought that um like it's a skill and I'm just it's just going to take a little time to learn and it's okay like if I have to eat something out of the ordinary because I didn't eat enough and like it's you know it's I'm learning the skill so amazing I love that Melissa yeah so that's just like this is just part of you calibrating. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, a, it's not a problem if you have to have a little snack when you wouldn't normally have a snack. It's just like, Oh yeah. Okay. I just stopped too soon. Yeah. Amazing. Love it. And how did your tummy feel just now? Um, it was it, interesting. Uh, so I had dinner before this and I felt like, Oh, maybe, maybe I stopped too soon again. Um, but then sitting here just now, like I couldn't really feel much right away, but then when like I was like sucking in my stomach or like moving around a little bit. I said, Oh, okay. Like actually it feels fuller than I thought. Um, right. So that was interesting to me too. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks for sharing Melissa. Hey, who else wants to share how your tummy's feeling? Check, do, show your tummy check in. <laughs> Are we all good? We're like loving it. Like totally on board with how your tummy feels. Yeah. Is anyone feeling? I don't know what she's talking about. Judith, I'm kind of curious to see how you you're 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 feeling about it this week. Um, still learning. I can feel my tea maybe. Right, cool, Tanya. Amazing. Like, yeah, and like it's kind of yeah, you know, it's it's mid morning, so like feeling neutral is probably where you would expect to feel like on a day like at this time of day for Melbourne people um okay so feeling more in touch with my stomach stomach says Judith amazing amazing I love that yeah because um for those of you that missed last week like Judith was actually feeling not so great about it so that's a huge change Judith so we'll take that as your tiny win for the for, for the week um 
Yeah. So let's, yeah, let, now we'll switch gears now. And I want to hear from you guys, like tiny wins for the week. So you can type in the chat or if you want to unmute yourself and or raise your hand. And yeah, what are you, what are you proud of or what learning happened this week? Is there something that you, that you learned? Tanya, are you? Uh, thank you. So last, I just started the challenge yesterday about listening. Um, uh, but I, maybe I should try to do it at dinner. I did it at lunch, which is easier. And then at dinner, we ordered Mexican food and I didn't order a huge meal. Like I deliberately ordered it a bit smaller, but when I put it in the bowl, I thought, oh, that's a lot. You know, I don't need to eat all that. But then I just thought, well, I'll just put the toppings on and then I could just kind of eat the top off. And then I ended up eating the whole thing. So, so I did enjoy it, but I wasn't very slow. And I, so what I thought was, and I mean, this is obvious, but, but, but so clearly for me, what I need to do is when I had, I should just, if once I had that thought, I should have just put some aside. I could have put a third aside or maybe even half. I would have had an extra meal today. Um, and I'm sure I would have been completely fine. Like I wasn't really full. I wasn't over full, but I well, definitely you- had more than I needed. Um, yeah. Amazing. So that's a great lesson to learn. Hey, Tanya, it's like, oh yeah, actually being intentional with my serving size can make that whole process easier. And then giving yourself permission. If I do feel, if you served yourself out a small amount, if I do feel hungry afterwards, like, I, like of course I can go back and have more, like that's stops it from being restrictive, but just that's really smart to like actually serve yourself less. Excellent. Also, awesome. And you've started the challenge already. Step ahead. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Is anyone else? We'll need one one more tiny win before we before we move on. Something you've noticed. Um. Okay, Lizzie's was celebrating honoring my intention to pay attention to satiety as I eat slow with small serving sizes. Amazing, Lizzie. Yeah, that's all we need to do. Like just keep paying attention, enjoying it, eating slowly. Like that's it, secret to naturally healthy you. Yeah, so good. Okay, one more tiny win. Or one more tiny lesson. Yeah, Naomi. So sometimes I feel like my lessons are always a little offline, but here we go. <laughs> so my lesson goes something like this. The whole thing about overeating is never worth it. And even one more bite isn't worth it. I can't handle it all. So it was really oh. holding me back, like in a big way. And probably just because of my very strong history with restriction and this whole thing about it's never worth it. And in my mind, it's going, yeah, uh, sometimes it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's absolutely okay, worth yeah, it today. Yeah. So that was the other thing. And then this whole thing about even one more bite, then I get really like, one more bite. How am I feeling? Am I overeating? Like I get, I get really hyper analytic but I fixed it so there's a good news story to it so it's kind of similar same same but different if I change it to it's not worth it it's not worth it and it's very customized to the moment so sometimes I'll be 
eating something and I'll go, this isn't really that yummy. And I'll just throw out, throw it out. You know, like I'm not really, so I'm going, it's not worth it. Or um, what's another thing? Um, Sometimes I just won't really be in the mood. I'll just say it's really not worth it today. Like I'm not, I'm not really into it. And the other thing that for me, which is really important is sort of going, I, I am worthy, like something about worth, you know, thinking this thing about, you know, it's not worth it. Like sometimes the food isn't worthy. <laughs> like yeah, I really want being, something being better. Being I want a bad. higher quality treat, like, or something like I want to save myself. It's not saving myself like I'm eating too much, but it's just, so it's something weird is happening. Like I'm throwing food out, like just throwing it out, which is really, right. you know, I have ambivalence about it, but I'm kind of having fun with it because like, if I'm not going to eat it, if I'm going to eat it, you know what I mean? So I just have yeah. to get rid of it if I don't, if I don't want it, I'm finding it a lot easier to eat part of things. Like I enjoy the first part of my lemon coconut protein bar earlier. And I threw out the rest of it. Cause it was suddenly, it's like, Oh, I really am not loving this. I don't like the texture. It's not great. It's not so, worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this that, is the golden it, Naomi. Like we, this is so good. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's a much better thought. Yeah, it's it? not worth it. So it's like that's simpler to too. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, this is what I love about being coach is like working with other people. Like, like we can just improve. Like together as a group, we're improving so much more than it was just like it, if we went, when I'm coaching one on one. So like it's not worth it. It's brilliant. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's like. Because it, it's about that could be about the flavor is not worth it. It's like, cause yeah, because so then it options. means I can do whatever I want. It's not mm-hmm. like uh, I don't even have to really think about overeating. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter whether if I'm if I'm really hungry and I just feel like eating, I would rather eat something that's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. Not related to overeating or how many bites. It's just. Yeah. And so I've, I've sort of adapted that with a lot of things. Like sometimes I leave food and sometimes I eat the whole thing. Like I don't have this idea that it should always it be leave leaving bites behind. Yeah. So I'm finding that I have to kind of trick myself, you know, like I have to be super kind to myself in terms of what I want. And that seems to be working right now. Like should be, I don't know. We'll see. But that seems to be working better for me right now. Yeah. And and so, yeah. And what you said just then is really, I, I wouldn't see that as tricking yourself at all. I'd actually see that as being like the most compassionate, naturally healthy version of you is really checking in with what do I want and giving yourself what you want and the stuff that's not worth it. Don't have that. And then it's like, if you're just eating what you want and how much you want, that's like it's that's coming it's more like from abundance right yeah right? Like yeah, yeah it not is. trying to keep yeah. it small or like just yeah. have whatever I think I still do that a little bit but uh it, it's okay just because like I've got a you know I've got a long history of like using a small plate and uh, I've got this whole oh, thing oh right but, yeah but in a way it's um again because of the way I'm thinking about it if I'm hungry I will go back And sometimes it's enough and sometimes it's too much. Like I'm just, it's kind of all over the place right now, which I kind of like, because I think that's more normal. You're in a uni cycle and you're wobbling then. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And also like, it's never going to, like, it doesn't have to get to this place where you're 
like perfectly balanced and it's like going along the road forever like you actually I think it's actually really helpful in how we're designed as humans like we how we evolve there's times where we eat more and there's times where we eat less and that used to be driven by food supply like and like there were times where the food wasn't available but now I think it can be like it can be still helpful to have kind of like not not seasons but have like some days where you have have more and then naturally your your appetite will be less the next day and when you when you're honoring both of those then the overeating doesn't become a problem like it does it because it, it gets balanced out on the like day or week kind of scale so yeah so good and um tanya's just said it's not worth it sounds better to me too <laughs> yeah there we go i love it excellent okay i'm glad i pushed for the extra <laughs> extra tiny win um okay so what i was going to do now is just um just share with you guys i'll do a screen share oh dean's here good to see you dean um do a screen share on the um the tummy challenge just to walk you through what it is what it is like um okay so share screen where is it tummy challenge amazing okay okay no this is not what we want oh yeah so for those of you who are listening to the replay you can't see the screen but you'll just need to go to resources and in that there's the tummy challenge and so there's a star chart that you can see the picture of there there's a story you can read if you want and so the i just wanted to talk you guys through this challenge so there's actually two parts two ways you can do it so there's either like a three second version if you want to do the quick version or there's a more in-depth version and um yeah, I'm going to have to change this to it's not worth it rather than overeating is never worth it because that feels so much lighter to me as well. Um, so good. <laughs> okay, so I'm, don't print it out yet because I'm going to change it today. Uh, but but essentially what's the, the only thing that I'm changing is that that thought overeating is never worth it. Um, and that's on the – because that's on the star chart as well. But, yeah, so there's two two options. First option is the three-second version and the second option is this five-minute version. And so with the, the three-second version, essentially what you're doing is you just want to print out your star chart or make your own star chart to some way to track that you're doing it or not doing it. Uh, it's 21 days, and it doesn't have to be consecutive days. You can skip a few days here and there. It's just like when you get to the end of 21, it's you're done. Um, so, yeah, like you don't have to do this perfectly. And also, like every it's like any skill. Like if you're learning to play the cello, you don't have to practice the cello every single day to improve with your cello practice. It's like every time you practice, you get that tiny little bit better. So it's the same with this. And what we want to do, what you want to do is just choose one meal to focus on each day. And it can be a different meal. You might choose lunch some days and dinner some other days. Um, I'd recommend at the beginning um, choosing a meal that you, if you're by yourself, but that being said, I also, like I did last time I did the tummy challenge, I did it with my family. Like we actually did it as together. And so like you can do it, you can, and people have done it with their partner and stuff. So you can do it with others as well, involve other people in your challenge. Um, and what you want to do if you're doing this three second version is um, just for that chosen meal, when you sit down, just think the thought, it's not worth it. Just to set that intention of, yeah, I'm going to like, 
tune in, listen to my body and feel good. And it's not, it's not worth it to overeat. And then what you want to do is do that, just that check in with your tummy three times. So you want to like check in before you start eating and then just ask, you know, tell me how you're feeling. Have a little joke with yourself. Then when you're about halfway through your plate or your bowl, like check in again. And then as you're getting towards the end, check in again. And then that's it. It's just, so if you've set that intention and you've checked in, then you can tick off, you've completed the day and you don't have to leave food on your plate to be successful. Like it's as long as you've paused and checked in, that's enough. So, and if you want to go back for more, like that's cool too. So it's, it's really just the objective of this challenge is to just practice bringing awareness into how your tummy's feeling as part of your eating experience so that you can learn to listen listen to it and then the five minute version which i really would recommend for everyone to do uh, is essentially the same but there's a there's a workbook attached and so with the workbook you're actually rating yourself of like how your tummy's feeling before you start eating it and just ticking your boxes then during the meal you're going to Remind yourself, again, set that intention. Do the same thing of pausing and checking in midway before and at the end. And then after the meal, just rating like how, how was my tummy feeling afterwards? And then also just recording like what were my satiety cues today? So did the food stop tasting good? Was my attention wandering? Was there a physical feeling? Was there something else? And you can record that. And then the other part to the um, this this worksheet is just noticing like if there were like did I have any sneaky thoughts that came up like was there like I noticed that I'd had enough and then I like what were the sneaky thoughts that came up that caused me to finish like say for Tanya's example with her Mexican a bowl of Mexican even though she you know when she knew she she was satisfied like she kept eating and then also notice if there are any helpful thoughts so it might just be that it's it's not worth it could be the thought but it might be another thought that you've used to help coach yourself and stop eating and then the other part there is just to like you know is there anything I want to do or think differently next time so that you we're, we're learning and and growing so that's the um that's the worksheet it's the same for for every day for the 21 days so we'll stop staring. So does anyone have any questions about the challenge or thoughts about listening to this skill of listening to your tummy? No, must be a good teacher. Um, so the, what else did I want to say about this? Um, uh, 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 uh. oh yeah there are prizes for this challenge as well so when you complete the challenge remember to post in the group and uh, so that Caroline can send you a prize and I think like the the tiny habit that goes with this challenge like there's two ways you can approach it and so you can either really focus on just learning this skill of listening and leaving bites behind um, but if you're someone who like was oh my tummy's growling now so he's getting hungry um if you're someone who was raised in a clean plate club and that is going to feel hard for you to leave food on your plate and you like and you don't really want to be leaving food on your plate what i'd really recommend then is like serving yourself a smaller amount giving but with the proviso that if you want more than after that's finished definitely go back and get it so you're not restricting like you're giving yourself the opportunity to have more if you need it but you know, if particularly if there's a 
if you're uh, you know, going to be eating like when you're distracted or for whatever reason, or you're going to be in a rush, like serving yourself that smaller amount is a smart way to approach this. Um, if that if that feels good to you or just serving yourself the normal amount. And the thing I would say with this is like I've been doing this for like three or four years and I still like most of the time I feel satisfied before my plate is empty. Like I think there's a natural inclination that when before we start eating, we're hungry. We we I my mom used to say like your eyes are bigger than your tummy. And so we have that natural inclination to load up be like to serve ourselves out more so my like i'd say at least 80 percent of the time like i'm satisfied and there's still some food that i leave behind and if you're one thing i do rather than like throwing it out sometimes i do throw it out and if i'm in a restaurant totally no problems i have no problem with leaving food um but if you what the, the the thing I do when I'm at home is I just I have, have a like I call it my jar of random bites. So I just put that in, have that, and I so if I've got a couple of literally like a couple of bites, I'll put the, those in the jar, and then it goes in the fridge. So and actually this morning like the boys left some egg, and um some sausage from their breakfast. So I just pop that in my random jar, and so I'll add to that as as I go, and then sometimes I'll have it I'll, I'll serve it out with the next meal sometimes actually sometimes I'll just if it's lunchtime I'll just put if there's food left I'll just put the bowl in the fridge and then at dinner time I'll pull it out and eat it with my meal so there's a heap of different ways that you can approach this there's no right or wrong just like experiment and see what works for you um, and then the oh yeah and the, the other thing I wanted to talk about was just like obstacles the sneaky thoughts that can come up so um one thing like with the food waste is I think a thought that can be helpful there is that actually when I'm overeating, that's wasting food as well. Like it's just, I'm taking more than my share of the resources. So it's just as wasteful as me throwing this out. Um, or another one that people find helpful is like my body isn't a compost bin or my body isn't a rubbish bin. Um, I spoke about discomfort, like of course, and something that can be helpful with it when the discomfort feeling comes up, it's like just going, yeah, of course it feels a bit uncomfortable. Of course you don't want to stop. Like, of course you want to eat more and being really kind to yourself in that moment. Um, the other sneaky thought that comes up for me a heap is still comes up to this day is like, this is so good. I want more. And the thought that I find that's really helpful to coach myself with that is, first it's not worth it and then the other one is just the, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites like I've already enjoyed the best bits of this and actually if I save it oftentimes I'll I'll have something more delicious like I'll have be able to enjoy this later so like Tanya's Mexican story example uh, and yeah like if you really love your clean plate serve yourself less so that is um it for the challenge so I'm really excited for you guys to dive in with this and just if it's fun if it's feeling tricky if it's feeling scary actually I, um Rachel and Tanya like had both posted in the group eek <laughs> um it seems hard and unattainable but we'll work on reframing that thought and tr trying slash learning and, and not being perfect exactly so of course like any new skill that we learn before we actually learn how to do it, it feels hard. It feels unattainable. And I remember like I had tried when I first 
like I tried intuitive eating. I'd read a book on it and I was like, oh yeah, I'll try this. And I was like, no, it didn't work for me. And then, but what it was, was I worked with a coach, Corinne Crabtree. This is in my story. And she was like, no, you can do this. Like you have a human body. Our bodies are designed to have this system to regulate how much food we eat. We've got, there's like a hunger hormone. There's like, I think there's three different hormones that govern satiety. And like, we've got this, this all in place. It's like, so we just need to, it's already there. It's already working. We just need to tune into it. So it will work for you. And you will get there when you just, when you take the time to, to tune in to your tummy. So of course, like, and of course it's feeling like it can feel a bit scary, um, but, but you will get there. Okay. So, oh yeah. So um, Melissa, will we coach on, um, on, you'd posted in the, in the group about um, intentionally overeating. Did you? Did you still have a question about that or do you want to? I know. I uh, thank you, Jules. I think you, you pretty much answered it for me, um, which, uh, yes. uh, you know, as soon as in your answer, you said, uh, you know, you, you feel out what works for you. And, but for me, you know, I, I don't like that feeling of being overly full. And um, I think too, I like, for me, it's about letting go of the idea of, um, well, I, you know, I, I can eat this like really nutritious meal now and I can eat a lot of it. And that like, will get me through like eight hours or whatever, if I have to go a really long time without eating, or I can have this like, so, so snack in between and not have that gross feeling of feeling really full in the beginning. Um, and ha just have like the less nutritious snack later. And that that's okay. I just, my, my thinking, like, uh, I'm part of why I'm here is to be more flexible in my thinking and, the idea that like, it's okay to have a snack if I need to have a snack, you know, like that, like, I, I know this might be obvious for some people, but no, for me, no, no, yeah. Barriers, so yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Amazing. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Does anyone else have anything, anything you're worried about? Anything you want coaching on anything feeling hard before we, oh, there's a Dean. Tell me a Dean what's going on. I, I, I was thinking about you all day and then I, I couldn't, I came on quickly this, this afternoon and it was just felt overwhelming. And it's really been, it's been a hard couple of days. And the fact you sent me a message really helped because I needed just a little bit of, of, of knowing that somebody was thinking of me. Yeah. I'm a little bit on the out of control sense. So my littlest one has basically just been diagnosed with ADHD. So now I live in a house with three ADHD people, my husband and both of the girls. And I just, I feel so much that I don't have any control of anything. I have no control of my own sleep, of my time, of my relationships with them, because they all think differently and it's very difficult. And my brain, um, all my goals, my business goals, my personal goals, like everything just seems to fall to the wayside of their immediate needs, especially in a family full of ADHD people who cannot plan. I can't say, okay, I'm going to do this and then we'll do this later. Or we're, there's just so little happening. I, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, and I've been sleeping really badly, and then the little one wakes up in the middle of the night, so then forget that. I want to do work in the evening. She won't let me go to, she won't go to sleep without me. She won't get up without me. I just, yeah, 
it's not been a great week. Yeah, right. So isn't it fascinating how diagnosis like and can change? Because the way that the the way that your daughter has been in the world all this time, she's been like this all her life, right? But now there's a label attached to it. Your thoughts about it are completely different. I think it's more that I was really hoping that she wasn't going to be like them. Right, right. Right? That I sort of was hoping that I would at least have one of them, A, that was more like me. I want Um, someone to be more like me. A little bit of that, though she is very much... She is, she is very empathetic. She is very, if I'm upset, she's the first one sort of mama hug mama, right? She, she's eight now, but she knows, she knows. Um, but I, now with the diagnosis, I'm glad because it gives us, it's now all those stepping stones we need to do with school and we, and, and I feel better about what she's missing in terms of her learning because I know she's going to get there the big one got there we made it through those process there's still a forever process but at least I know that so that is a good thing but I just I'm so tired I'm so tired and I just every year I think okay this year is going to be a little bit better I'm going to have some more time for myself I'm going to make some movement forward of all the amazing plans that I have in my head that I want to have happen and I just don't even see a way to make one step forward yeah so you're just in the overwhelm I'm yeah Dean that sucks hey so everyone like when you're in this place it's called being in the river of Missouri (laughs) and it's like the first thing is just to feel that like that's hard isn't it like and you just want to like yeah practice some this is a really I'm sorry they to use you as an example but it's like a really beautiful way to like just remember that yeah like this is we are humans and this is just a moment of suffering and like this is of course we're feeling like this and that's what like the the first thing is just like normalizing of oh like of course I feel like out of control and nothing's in my control of course I'm really tired yeah. <laughs> tired and then of course the food just becomes one more thing that's that's hard right that that everything everything feels hard when yeah one more step amazing Tanya did you want to oh she disappeared oh uh, hi am I still here yeah, 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 you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I don't want to, I don't, because especially because it's being recording, I don't want to say too much about my own kids exactly, but um, I really feel for you. I can, I can and... pause, I can pause the recording if you like, Tanya. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, hang on. Recording. I'll pause up here. Okay, we're back to coaching you, Dean, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> what, what goes on the live call sometimes stays on the live call. <laughs> yeah, but we're just working. To, so you heard the beginning where Dean's problem, river of misery, and then we're just looking through solutions. And so one thing I just offered to Dean was just when the, the like overwhelming thoughts come up about I never have control, I'm not making any progress, switching that and coaching yourself to remind yourself there must be a way for me to 
make some progress and then like letting your brain find the find the evidence for that I like that thought of that writing for 15 minutes not that I'm a particularly strong writer but it's something that I have wanted to do and I know that that's not something we talked about me starting with but maybe that feels more attainable than all the video stuff that I want to do and all of the yeah yeah the live coaching that that at least if I started with some writing hmm in 15 minute sessions that's all I have I have to yeah hmm and that the other resource, I'll um, I'll link to it with the play uh, recording notes. There's a time coach, Vicky Louise, and she has a great podcast episode. I actually listened to it the other day on creating flow on demand so that when you sit down at your desk and she's got a process of some thoughts to, like three thoughts to think, to get yourself into flow so that you don't have to yeah. have huge chunks I of time. See. I think I started listening, but now I don't remember if I finished. Maybe I need to go back to that, but that's, but I know it's not that hard for me. See that I think evening is easier for me because then if everybody's sleeping, at least I know that they're not going to come after me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right. There's something to be said for that. And the quiet, I've always been an evening working. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There must be a way. How does that feel as Jane? And I don't have to do it perfectly, which is always back to my Yeah, yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, being And also I am making progress in like Mm. in other areas. Like the fact that you've got a chocolate bar there and you've had like the week from hell, like like where you're really overwhelmed and you're really in the river and you haven't reached for that chocolate bar, that's like with like that's amazing. Like, let yourself feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. I think, like, tune back into because the, so the winds are there, like, the, the positives are there in in the murky. The, yeah, so when you go to the bathroom, like, what's something I'm proud of? What's one thing I'm proud of? Yeah, because that. Switches. Changing it your does. Focus. It switches. Yeah. It switches. But I must be away. And I don't have to do this perfectly. Yeah, or back to that again. Oh, I'm so <laughs> terrible. And on your note, yes, you do have to practice every day to learn the cello. <laughs> every single day. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, the musician in me says <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But you don't have to practice it perfectly. In fact, you need to practice it imperfectly in order. There we go. To do it right. Oh, I like that. You need to practice it. You need to practice it perfectly. Oh, that's this, my it, this is like this is just like learning the cello. <laughs> <laughs> I am not was never good at the cello. <laughs> Amazing. Perfectly. Awesome. Thank you, Jules, as always. Oh, and actually I hope you um read the chat. Uh, go yes, and have a, just... read the chat, Adeen. Oh, I'll post I'll post the chat with the replay as well for anyone that um wants to wants to read but yeah amazing coaching and sorry you've had a tough week good team this is all part of it i think that was some good 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 example for people to learn about self-compassion so a bit of a bonus lesson there um so next week we're going to be talking about 
your appetite. And yeah, home play this week is to really, um, whatever challenge that you're working on, just work on that. And um, and don't forget to share your tiny wins in the group. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week at the same time. Okay, bye everyone. Thank you.